Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, my name is Vina, and I'm your Dark Travels hostess. Tonight, we head north to our neighbor's place. That's right. I am talking about O Canada, and boy, is O Canada haunted. Now, while I have several cities and towns to choose from, we're actually going to head to Calgary. Calgary, Canada, located in the province of Alberta. Now, if Calgary sounds familiar, well, it should. It hosted the 1988 Olympic Winter Games, and it is considered Canada's most sunniest city in the country. But when the sun goes down, out comes the ghost, because it is also very, very haunted. So, let's go dark. Starting with a place called the Dean House, this house was originally built in 1906 by R. Burton Dean. He was the superintendent of the Northwest Mounted Police. Sadly, his wife died before they were able to move in, and her death actually sets the tone of this house's history because this house will be marred by stabbings, suicides, and very curious but deadly accidents over the years. In the dirty 30s, it becomes a rooming house, but that doesn't seem to be where the ghastly issues begin as there are a few ghosts hanging around this old historic place. There's a mysterious man with a pipe. There is an aboriginal man telling trespassers to leave his sacred ground. And then there's the strange paranormal incidences like the strange laughter in the halls. That include the smell of cigar smoke hanging in the air when no one is smoking or a disconnected telephone that will ring occasionally. And then there's the attic, or rather the activity in the attic. So reportedly there's this blood stain in the attic that supposedly changes color and size on its own. The bloodstain is also near a closet that won't stay locked. Staff members say that they will lock the closet door, but return to find it mysteriously open. Objects placed inside the closet will later be found strewn about, even though no one has supposedly been in the room. So, what kind of bad things have happened here? Well, in 1971, there was a murder-suicide involving a married couple who lived in the home. Apparently, Mr. Upperville decided to stab and kill Mrs. Upperville, then decided to commit suicide. Now, these two deaths are considered the reason for the haunting of the house, although the ghosts been reportedly to be seen do not necessarily match up with the images of Mr. and Mrs. Upperville. I mean, that certainly doesn't explain the Native American man 
But obviously he has nothing to do with the Uppervilles. So it's a mystery, a ghostly mystery. Located at 806 Ninth Avenue, S.E., today the Dean House is a beautiful restaurant that looks like it would also be the perfect place for a wedding. And I took an opportunity and looked at their website, and this place is not only gorgeous, but their food looks amazing. Moving on, there's a house called The Prince House. Initially, it was built in 1894 on Euclid Prince Island by Peter Anthony Prince, who also built and managed the Euclid Sawmill in Calgary. The house will later be moved to a place called Heritage Park. However, while Peter Anthony lived there and excelled in business, his first three marriages ended sadly in death. His first wife, Margaret, died of diabetes. His second wife, Emma, dies of tuberculosis, but as she's dying, she gets confined to the attic. And his third wife, Rosa, suffers from cancer. Now, his fourth wife, Emily, fourth wife, oh my gosh, his fourth wife, Emily, actually does outlive him when he dies in 1925 at the ripe age of 89. I don't even want to know how old Emily was, but either way, it is believed that the spirits of his first three wives have remained in the house even to this day. Staff and visitors at the park have reported many strange occurrences happening in the home. This includes female apparitions in the windows, bright lights shining out of the windows of the third floor where there is no electricity. So it is actually thought that it's Emma that's doing all the stuff in the attic, the third floor. Doors are acting odd as well on the third floor. They find the doors open. They find them closed when they should be open or closed. And nobody's supposed to be up there. And there's another woman in the nursery, and she's always wearing a white dress with a lace collar, and she's sitting next to the rocking chair of the nursery. Curious enough, this ghost has also been spotted at the house next door, uh, the sandstone house. So it's like she's visiting, like checking out here, checking out there. I'm a little bored here. I'm going to go over there. But overall, this house gives the eebie-jeebie vibes. There's even a story going back a few years of a guard dog. The dog would be like, nope, nope, and cross the street and cross, you know, as they walk past because the dog on the night patrol did not want to be near this house. So there is definitely something going on, especially if dogs are like, no, nope, I'm out. I know I'm getting biscuits for this, but no biscuits worth this. Either way, as I previously mentioned, it's currently located in Heritage Park, which per their website is a living history museum in Calgary that connects people with the settlement of Western Canada. And, you know, looking through, apparently this park has three main sections, the Historic Village, the Gasoline Alley Museum, and the Heritage Town Square. That section apparently is the free zone. The Heritage Town Square does include shops, a cafe, and a restaurant. So you can quench your thirst or have something to eat before you go and check out this haunted place because, yes, you're actually going to have to buy a ticket to gain entry to the house. So the museum, this living museum, operates from May to October. So it's not open now, but it will be in May. 
and tickets generally run eleven dollars for sixteen to sixty four. Children three to six are five dollars and seventy cents. Youth is seven bucks. Seniors plus sixty five and older are eight dollars and eighty five cents. But the awesome news ever's they actually offer ghost tours in the month of October. Last year, they offered two types of tours, one that included the kids and one that did not. Both tours were 90 minutes each. And I have to say, this actually sounds like a lot of fun. If you're not familiar with the Heritage Park, the village is like the old town, the old western town. So you get to kind of walk in what would have been western Canada would have looked like at some point in time. Like going, you know, down a western town of you know of old. Okay, so if you're interested, especially for the ghost tours, definitely check out their website because they offer all of this wonderful information on it, and that's where you can purchase your tickets. And they do allow ghost hunting. In fact, in 2010, some ghost hunters who had stayed the night at the Prince House swear they picked up some EVPs. One of which said to come over here or something like that. I didn't hear it, but that was my ghost voice. So it sounds like this place has a lot of awesome experiences, a lot of history, a lot of strange events. So when you're in Calgary, this is another place to check out. Moving on, let's chit-chat about the Hose and Hound. Now, as the name would suggest, this place was once a fire station. Built in 1907, over time, obviously, this place gets used for several different things, like a community center to now fine dining. But since the days of the fire hall, it has been haunted. Well, would you believe that the very first ghost to haunt this place was a monkey? You see, the city's first fire chief, Cappy Smart, owned a monkey named Barney that he brought with him. Unfortunately, the monkey had to be put down after attacking a child. And if I had to guess, because Chappie Smart buries his remains in the front of the building, Barney decides to stay there in the afterlife. Now, the monkey's ghost, not his uncle, does get blamed for things like throwing cans off the shelf, starting the dishwasher, playing with the pub's billiards balls, say that three times, knocking on floorboards, and kind of being a pest, or monkeying around, rather, with the cook who has said that he had an incident where his shoelaces were tied together multiple times per shift, all blaming it on Barney. Another interesting ghost also associated with Cappy Smart is his horse named Lightning. Sadly, Lightning died in a fire. However, after his death, the firemen would actually hear the sounds of phantom horses often before the alarm would ring for a fire or even just the sounds of horse hooves running through the station. Today, the pub, again, because it's a, it's a restaurant, the pub staff members have said that you can still hear lightning's hooves hitting the pavement outside the restaurant. If you're intrigued... And would like to dine with the ghost of the monkey or hear the phantom hooves? You can find it at 1039AVSE. Now, I do have one more awesome restaurant I want to discuss, but I do want to change gears here for a second and discuss a town 
70 miles out of Calgary. The town, it's called Vulcan. You heard correctly. Calling all Trekkie fans. This place is for you. In this town, you can take a selfie with the Starship Enterprise ship. Spot Enterprise streetlights. Take your gander over to some Star Trek murals. And visit this town's Vulcan Museum. And believe it or not, Leonard Nimoy himself has actually visited this town. And if that isn't awesome enough, the museum, the Star Trek Museum, is free to enter. And judging by the reviews on TripAdvisor, a lot of people have said this is a nice day trip, half a day trip out of the town, out of the city, and checking out something fun and free. Heading back to Calgary, I also want to touch down on another museum. And this one I am super excited about. I am referring to Calgary's Police Museum. Guys, oh my god. This place has some awesome adult activities. I'm talking about presentations on actual true crimes. And if that isn't enough, they're working on adult tours delivered by the museum's team of experts that describe in detail some of Calgary's most intriguing cases. Now, this true crime experience includes expert knowledge, actual crime scene photos, official case notes, and, you know, great interaction with this team of experts. And if that isn't awesome enough, guys, these guys, this museum is even working on team-building exercises that require people to work together to solve a crime. I mean, I know with all the escape rooms, but I think it's just the fact that it's hosted and put on by a police museum gives it that extra zing that is just so exciting. One of the other things that I really do appreciate about this, I mean, this whole thing, crime solving, true crime, is to me is awesome, but more importantly, this museum is free. Although there is a charge for the adult-related activities, you know, the extras. But that's cool because I would pay for that. So, anyways, it's not haunted. It is not haunted. But I do actually want to promote really awesome and outstanding museums. And this one sounds like it meets that expectation. Okay, so getting back to the haunted and the cool, cool kids place. Um, before I go into what I think is the most haunted restaurant Calgary has to offer, I did actually want to mention that for as many haunted restaurants Calgary has, there are very few haunted hotels. In fact, I was only able to find one. I am referring to the century-old Fairmont Palliser. First opened in June of 1914, this formal hotel is the perfect setting for ghosts, ghost stories, and all sorts of paranormal activity. Guests and staff have both reported seeing the ghost of a man dressed in a conductor's uniform. Guests have been awoken by someone tapping on their arms. And wild parties have reported in hotel rooms that are otherwise completely empty. And there's even a haunted staff elevator that seems to operate on its own accord. Although, being honest, a little skeptical, it is possible that it could be an electrical issue. Either way, this gorgeous modern-day classic hotel is currently receiving four stars on my bestie, TripAdvisor. Now, 
Let's discuss the one restaurant I think is possibly Calgary's most haunted. I am, of course, referring to the one that was once a funeral home. That's right. I am speaking of the Rose and Crown, initially referred to as the Davidson's House. It was built in the 1920s by David Davison and his wife, Dora. Both David and Dora actually passed away in the house, and they even had their funerals held there. Now, the house itself gets converted into a funeral home in the 1930s. And then over time, it actually becomes a warehouse. And now it is a restaurant and bar. And I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with the manager, Dennis. And he shared some seriously great ghost stories. So let's start with the one that freaked me out the most. A local radio personality who was known to frequent the place was hosting a party there with his wife. And the wife went around taking some pictures of the people, having a good time, enjoying themselves with her cell phone. And later, when they reviewed the pictures, the, again, the ones that she'd taken with her cell phone, there was this one picture of a man, an old man, and his dog. And then there was another picture that was black and white of a lady and a boy. Well, neither the radio personality or his wife recognized the man and the dog or the lady and the boy. And they kind of thought about it and they decided to kind of, you know, look at the pictures again. And when they went to take a second look at the pictures, the woman's cell phone actually catches on fire. I don't even know what to say to that. How does that, that just, who does, how does that, I just can't even... So anyways, that's the one that freaked me out the most. But speaking of cell phones, I guess the ghosts have figured these out. I don't know. One day, a different a different couple, a childless couple, they come in to the Rose and Crown, and they're having their lunch when the wife receives a phone call from an anonymous caller. When she goes to answer it, she hears a child's voice on the other end, which sounds like the child is in a long hallway, and the child calls out, Mama, Mama. And immediately, it it just, it's, it's an immediate effect. When they get off, when she gets off the phone, she, you know, flags down the staff and she asks, is this place haunted? Because that was her immediate reaction. So the ghosts are making themselves known. They're, re- they're calling. They're calling the people there. They're letting their pictures being taken. In fact, Uh, Another story Dennis shared was that of a retired police officer. This guy came in, he was having his lunch, and while he was there, he saw this lady sitting at the table next to the window, and she was wearing this long white dress, and she had the big puffy hair, you know, like they did at the turn of the century. And she was sitting at the table that was covered with a white tablecloth, and she was just there but she was completely out of the element. And so he inquired as to whether or not this was some kind of photo shoot. They tell him, no, sir, there's never been any photo shoots. There's never been any white tablecloths. There's never been any ladies in white, long white gowns and big poofy hair. And of course he gets immediately upset because he knows what he saw. So these, these ghosts, they're like, we're here. This is legit. In fact, the tanning saloon across the way have contacted the Rosen Crown and have told them that they have seen 
a little boy in the attic window, and they have seen the lights in the attic turning on and off. And it's not just the guests, and it's not just the neighbors who are having these experiences. The staff, of course, are having experiences. They have heard and seen a child's ball bouncing in the attic. They have heard the sounds of furniture being moved in the attic, but there isn't any furniture up there. And I have to tell you that when he told me that, I got the goosebumps because I had the same exact thing happen to me in my own home and with my own attic, and it really freaked me out at that time. So, But the attic isn't the only place. In the basement, they've actually seen the little boy peeking out from behind the furnace. And although they don't know exactly where the little boy comes from, there is a theory that a little boy had died there when the family lived there. But this place is so well known to be haunted that psychics will come on their own accord to fill out the place. And many, many times they have told the staff they feel the presence of a little boy, they feel the presence of an old man, and they feel the presence of an older woman. And and here again, the tanning salon people have said, we've seen the little boy. The retired cop said, I've seen the older lady. There was the picture of the old man and his dog that caught on fire. So this place, I I just... I was floored, just floored by the stories that uh, Dennis shared with me. But for the staff, again, some other experiences that they are experiencing. There's a gate in the back that apparently will swing open or slam shut on its own accord when there is no wind present. Glasses will sometimes fall off of the counter, but it's like they're lifted up and tossed about four feet from the actual counter. At closing, the last person t- sometimes will hear loud bangs and crashes. And it's it's just so eerie because they're alone and there's nothing to make that noise that the hair on the back of their necks will stand up. And, you know, sometimes they're seeing things out of the corner of their eyes. So the activity is just phenomenal. But the best experience he shared regarding the staff having these experiences is the one regarding a situation that happened after a large party happened on the second level of the restaurant. So here's what happened. It, they had this party. They they kind of left all the decorations up, including these balloons. Balloons even had streamers attached to them, so they kind of hold them down. Well, three employees were chatting it up at the bar, getting ready to close for the night, when a balloon from the party, again located on the second level, made its way all the way out of the party room, down the stairs, and came to a stop right in front of them at the bar. Now, obviously, it's like, oh, well, that's weird, but okay, whatever. So one of them takes the, the balloon back up and, you know, puts it back in the room, comes back down, and to their surprise, that balloon makes its way, again, out of the party room, down the stairs, and into the bar section. And now they're starting to get a little freaked out because there's no wind. There's no reason for this to be happening. So what they decide to do is they decide to test it. They're like, let's see if this does this again. And um, let's see if it's the same balloon. So what they do is they, they put a big X on it. And they carry the balloon back upstairs, and they actually even nix it with the other balloons that are still there, you know, part of the decorations that remained. 
And they head back downstairs, and would you believe it, that very same balloon with the big X on it came down the stairs and back into the bar area. Needless to say, (laughs) those employees called it a night right after that. So, I mean, it, it would freak me out. That there's not that's not a coincidence, folks. So, I uh, yes, I do think the Rose and Crown is exceptionally haunted, and should be on your places to check out if ever you're in Calgary. And when you do check it out, the Rose and Crown is best known for its ice cold beer and great chicken wings. Just a side note. Okay, so that's all I have for tonight. But seriously. Who knew Calgary was this ghastly, this ghostly? But honestly, there were a few more haunted restaurants that I did not cover. But wow, it's really Calgary. I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed with all your awesome haunts. But for my listeners, if you have a place that you would someday like to see where their dark corners are or have a specific tourist attraction in mind, you can send me an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. And Also, I am looking for the traveler's stories, the traveler tales of places that you've had paranormal experiences at and or paranormal experiences that you've had of places we've covered in the past. And Facebook, 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 Facebook page is up. If you're interested and like to join, send me a request. So until next time, please remember... Only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I hope to meet you where the dark corners are. (laughs) 